Hello, I'm Jeremy Eden. I'm Dan Eden. And I'm Caitlin Eden. And this is 90 Under 90. 90 movies. Under 90 minutes. Okay, we're finally doing it. After three and a half years of doing this podcast, we are finally uh, clocking in at 90 minutes. We are finally talking about 2001's Shrek, directed by Andrew Adamson and Vicki Jensen. A, a twofer. We've got two directors. Yeah. Two-hander, man and, baby. Man and woman. Man it's, and a woman. We're doing it, guys. The big green. I can't believe we've gone this long into this podcast series and not recorded Shrek yet. I know. It was one that I was saving for a while because like it's a big popular movie and i thought like i don't want to blow all the big popular movies at the beginning um so yeah we we finally got around to it um he's you know been popping into the show so I, i'm kind That's of the thing wait a like, minute wait a minute Shrek, shrek's been popping into your show oh caitlin you you have you you must have been very busy because like he does ads for this show he yeah. does wow. uh he pops in every now and then on movies he's not even in it's oh my weird gosh. Well, uh, well yeah. I wonder if he's going to show up today then. Well, here's the thing. He has I, to, right? No, this, the thing is I kind of uh, I kind of pulled a fast one on him. What happens is uh, when he was uh, – somehow he reached out to me via email. I don't know. Did you guys give him my email, Shrek? No. No? No? Okay. Well, Shrek emailed me. Uh, you can bleep this out. Uh, Shrek69 at gmail.com. Ha ha. And he asked, he said, I know you guys are doing the pod, this episode for the anniversary, right? Because right. they're celebrating an anniversary. And I said, uh, yeah, because, you know, I didn't want to lie, but I kind of want to, you know, do like a, a white lie. So I said, yeah, we're doing it the week of end of June. And right now, guys, you don't know this, but it's, it's mid-June. So what I did was I kind of I kind of threw them off. And uh, ah. so, but you kind of screwed us in the future because now he's just going to show up to a random episode or we just have to make sure that we don't schedule an episode to record on the, the day, day that, that you told sent him. him. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. No, we'll that just, makes sense. Well, let's just see how this goes. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm super stoked to be guesting on this episode. I absolutely love Shrek. I have loved it since it came out in May of 2001. I was just finishing. Uh, uh, finishing. Uh, never mind. Uh, yeah, I was just finishing seventh grade. And, uh, yeah, you know, junior high is a really interesting time for everybody. And I remember, uh, Shrek coming out that summer and, um, the iconic soundtrack of Shrek, um, is something that feels like just calls back to my junior high years. Like the soundtrack, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember jamming out to that in my basement at my like grade birthday party. Um, (laughs) So it, the uh, the movie kicks off, well, uh, 
the cre- the opening credits end up rolling to uh, Smash Mouths, which some was some people I'd call them a one hit wonder band. Um, oh come was- on! I'm a believer. The Monkees okay. cover? No, no, no. It's a that's a cover. That's a cover that does not count. It's still charted. It, it, it's it, true. That's I, that's sad. No, I don't count that. They wrote All Star. Uh, might as well be walking down, down the, the sun. sun. That's true. They do have two. They do okay. technically have two <laughs> yeah, hits. But how many years were between those two hits? Like I six or seven. The same yeah. album, like I mean. No. But anyway, I, I remember All Star being like such an anthem of um, the summer of '99 when that album came out. That was the summer before I got into sixth grade, and like. Here's a story that nobody's asking for, but <laughs> oh, since no one asked on the episode, since no one asked on the episode, what I remember about All Star is that I love that song, and one of my close family friends who was my age, Bob Conrath. If you're listening, Bob Conrath, you better reach out to us at ninety under ninety at gmail.com and explain yourself because <laughs> you lent me that Smash Mouth CD over that summer, and we were super tight. And then uh, literally the first day of school on the bus, I tried to give it back to you and you pretended you did not know me. Oh, shit. Yeah. So Bob Conrad, if you are out there listening, write us and explain yourself because I still have your Smash Mouth CD and um, you started off my sixth grade year in a, a terrible way and that ended up being a terrible year, so I guess it uh, was a sign of things to come. But oh, uh, hey, listen, Bobby, I don't know if you bought this digitally or anything, <laughs> but if you want your copy of Smash Mouth All Star or whatever the name of the album was, if it wasn't Astro, Astro, Astro Lounge, Astro Lounge, yeah, Ooh, that sounds like something. <laughs> I want. That sounds like something that would be. That sounds like a Disney Vacation Club offering. <laughs> We get to be. We get to go to the Astro Lounge. I don't know. Anyway, it's on the orbiter. Uh, Fuck Bob Conrad. Fuck Bob Conrad. Sorry. Yeah. It's okay. But yeah, famously, All Star, ninety nine, attached to the movie Mystery Men, and yeah, everybody thinks of it as the Shrek anthem. Totally. It just popularized it more. I saw this in the theater uh, with our our late great father. Uh, We didn't see a lot of movies together, but like there was a chunk of time where we did, and that was one of them. And we both really enjoyed it. We thought it was cute. (laughs) That was it. I don't remember what I was doing that day, but I avoided going to the. (laughs) This is for two thousand one. You're probably hanging in with Mike or or yeah or somebody. I don't know. Yeah, Shrek has quite a bit of juvenile humor throughout it, so um, it's very enjoyable for. Uh, parents and kids, more so fathers and sons than mothers and daughters, but um, I'm not going to discriminate. All genders can appreciate this movie and some juvenile humor here and there. About the the kids, have you introduced them to the Shrek-verse? Oh, Oh, yes. Yes, our kids have seen Shrek. Um, Actually, Jeremy and I watched it in the evening one night and then left the DVD out, and Jack the next morning was like, Shrek, Shrek, I want to watch Shrek. (laughs) Nice. And like most movies, we get 20 minutes into it, and it turns into, I want to watch something else. I want to watch YouTube. (laughs) Yeah, he is definitely in a YouTube generation. But he does love Shrek, and we did have to get him Shrek Pez last year. It's true. Nice. Um, because he was so obsessed with the characters. And Actually, let's rephrase that. Uh, our late great father gave him uh, Shrek Pez because I inherited the Pez collection. I inherited that whole uh, Pez collection. It's all up in the attic. I kind of fell off the series. I went to the sneak peek of three with uh, previous guest Steve Lohman at Chicago somewhere. And that was kind of fun. At three, he was kind of, I don't know, rank them for me real quick. 
rapid fire. Here we go. Rank oh, the Shreks. Oh, we God. watched them all a couple of years back, actually before Jack was born, because I bought Caitlin the box set. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like... I'd probably rank them in release order. Probably diminishing returns each time. Yeah. Mm. One, so two, each, three, four. Yeah. Got it. But got it. none of them are bad. Like, no, we, that's true. We watched all four of them and we're like, I don't understand why people complain about some of these. Like, Yeah, there's no need to shit on them. Or yeah, they're, they're good all the way till the end. They're fine, at least. I mean, yeah, at the very fine. least, they're fine. Yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with them. Um, the two I'm least, no, actually four I'm least familiar with. And then two. Two is the one where he turns into a human. Right, yeah, as Shrek mentioned on the podcast, he loves to talk about that on the show. Yeah, when he turned into a human, yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, his favorite scene in all the movies is the part where he just takes the wax out of his ears and he turns it into a candle, which is not really a scene, it's just kind of a moment. It's in a, a scene. moment, it's a beat of it's a montage, even, yeah, it's in a montage. Well, even. It's if not he even was here, movie. we'd have to ask him about that. Well, him no. and Bob Conrad need to show up on here, we <laughs> both have answers that have they need to provide, explaining to do. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll get into it here. We might as well. Yeah. Do you guys want to? You guys want to drive, so to speak? Do you, are you guys, are you more familiar with the plot? Like I've seen this probably a dozen times. Yeah. I didn't take probably. any notes here. I've seen oh, it less. We, yeah. I mean, we took notes. We totally um, did. Yeah. And you've definitely have some familiarity. Yeah. With it, so like you're introduced. The the movie starts out like. Um, gosh, I didn't write the opening beats. Who who cares? No, but it's it's but, a fairy tale. Like most. A classic Disney storybook. Story oh, story yeah, the storybook. Yeah, it starts with the storybook, and He's Shrek is narrating, and there he tells about you know the tale of Princess Fiona. There was a a princess who lived in a get out of house. my swamp, Dan. Oh. Tell me oh. oh, what are we oh, talking no. about here, Shrek? What the hell are you doing here? No, I asked you a question first. <clears throat> What are we talking? What movie are we discussing right now on the podcast? We're we're talking. We're about actually Shrek. just we're now, we're just uh, having a regular casual conversation. We're not. Oh, uh, oh is that right? Because it sounds to me like you're talking about my movie, Shrek. All right, Shrek, you got to take it down. You're at an eleven. I need you at least at an eight. Okay. Put it this Unless, way. Yeah. If if there was a movie starring you. And it was called Caitlin. And I hosted a stupid podcast. Wouldn't you want... I would want you to be on the show. Well, okay. First of all, there's there's no need to call it stupid, Shrek. That's We're, harsh. I, I, hey, and Shrek, you know what? I'm just guessing... Oh, my blood is boiling right me, now. No. All right. Ooh. I'm going to be confrontational here, Shrek. If this is such a bad oh! <laughs> why do you keep showing up to it? Yeah, but, Shrek, why do you keep showing up if it's so bad? All right. In my defense... Things haven't been going so great for Shrek lately. Did you get audited again? Well, there was that for the third time. But then Fiona left me. She took the kids. Well, did you take those anger management courses like she asked you? No. Okay, well, then you have nobody to blame but yourself for that, Shrek. Actually, I blame Donkey. I no, you cannot blame Donkey. I can empathize. He's the one who got me into the smack. I, how did Donkey provide you with this 
Well, there are ways. That's neither here nor there. I don't want to know why the kingdom of far, far away has. Needless to say, Jeremy, he's in rehab. I'm not because I don't have a problem. But I just find it kind of confusing that you guys are discussing Shrek. Sounds Shrek. When I asked Daniel, and I'm pretty pissed at you, Daniel, I asked you, "Why are you? Why are you talking about Shrek?" And he said, oh, 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 end of end of June, end of June, or something like that. And I said, oh, great, I'll be there. What is this? Mid fucking June. All right. Well, Shrek, if you're if you're gonna be here for this recording, you're you gonna- know. Go over the beats of the film. It opens. It is a great film. Opens with me talking about the storybook. And then people crash my swamp. And then other things. I'm just going to blow off yeah. some steam. I'll be right back. I'm going to go smoke a J. All right. Ooh, I did not know that Shrek was uh, into that. Are you kidding? He's all green, man. Well, He's I mean, I, I get that part. But, you know, I didn't know, I, I didn't know that anything like that would grow in the swamp. But I, mean, I didn't I didn't want to say anything. I'm just kind of. Are you OK, Dan? Speechless here. Did you, are you OK? Did he uh, attack you or anything? He just kind of. You know what he did? He's kind of did that bully thing where he, his shoulder hit mine on the way out. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. sure. And that yeah. hurt. That, that hurt. That's but passive aggressive. Sorry. Too, so it's like. No, that's OK. Um, uh, so uh, let's see how much we can get through before Shrek storms back in. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Shrek narrates the opening and like ends with happily ever after. And then he's like, Oh, what a load of and then, crap. And then yeah, like, he, he doesn't say it. They, you know, no. they, but then you hear, don't you hear like a toilet flush, but he's in an outhouse. Yeah, this, FYI, he's got working plumbing in this outhouse. In the outhouse. In swamp. <laughs> um, so that's confusing. Number one. And then somebody he once me. told me the world is going to me. I, this is probably the appropriate time to mention that I was once the front man of a cover band mm. uh, for Smash Mouth called mm-hmm. the All Stars. That's and, right. Uh, and this, I mean, it was a banger. We would play All Star. Pretty much just that. It's just that. Yeah. Do, well, no, 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 no. We would do some of the covers too. We would we would open with All Star. Mm-hmm. Then we would go into uh, Why Can't We Be Friends. Oh, they did do that cover. Shit. Yeah. Then we would uh, then we would do Walking on the Sun, All Star again. Uh huh. Intermission. <laughs> come back with All Star again <laughs> afterwards. Uh, a couple more covers that we did we never recorded. Mm-hmm. Walking on the Sun one more time. <laughs> then we would end with. Uh, all-star but we would get the audience and we would like turn up the house lights oh it was great people loved it <laughs> that's great yeah and it was wow. great too like the great thing about the show is like in and out in 45 minutes wow. you know like it's the best including intermission so how many all-stars in total like four five at least four <laughs> okay. i mean it really would depend on the at least four if the there's audience's an encore, energy five. good good i like that um, and i think shrek would too yeah so uh so yeah, All Star plays while you see a montage of Shrek hanging out at his swamp and the local villagers who are assembling an angry mob to go kill the ogre as they find right. a wanted poster. So they grab their torches and pitchforks and head over to the swamp and then uh, Shrek like sneaks up on them. And- I like the energy of this opening montage, the back and forth between the villagers. Yeah. Like it doesn't... Um- Sometimes in montages, when you go back and forth, you kind of like slow down the music or you'll, you'll mute the music a little bit when you go to like an opposing side. But like, no, this like keeps that. I, um, I'm all about leaving a, a song in its entirety and not having too much dialogue over it in a film. Just almost like a music video in a movie. I love that in movies. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's certainly cool. like the sequence. Yeah, he, he blows up a frog into a balloon. Oh yeah, later. <laughs> oh on. no, that, that's later. I'm sorry. Later montage. He, he does, that's right. He does some. There's like four montages in this movie. There are. There, yes, <laughs> uh, because because they want to showcase their banger soundtrack, guys. Yeah. I told you this is a killer soundtrack, and uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's the first one. And uh, so yeah, then the montage ends, and Shrek and the villagers meet, and Shrek sneaks up behind them, and. For some reason, they don't run right away. They're like, yeah. let's listen to him. And then he just basically like scares the shit out of them, like screams in their faces. You see, uh, you know, his giant jaw unhinged and all this spittle coming out of his mouth. It's disgusting. Dare I say a little grotesque. Oh, he, yeah, you know, you're missing so many things. Like, yeah. what about the part in the opening montage where I fart in the water and I make a cute face? Like Shrek... Literally, people can watch the movie, you know. We do not need to give every single beat. Yeah, you don't need you every moment. It's your podcast. I'm just here as a, a non-guest. Sure, no. Wasn't it's, invited. An un- uninvited guest. Yes. To, to but it's my film. Bit. Yeah, it's your film, but it's our show. I mean, we don't invite every single lead. Like, we don't... We didn't have the talking heads on when we did. <laughs> oh my Shrek, God. man, listen. If you have feelings, man, you need to let them out. I yeah. get that. But this is not the place. This is not therapy. We're, we're, I am in therapy. I, I'm not qualified to provide therapy. Yeah, this, Shrek, I think you got to go smoke another J, buddy. You're, you're okay. not there yet. I'll be right back. All right. So, uh,. But I mean, yeah, just to appease Shrek, let's give some of the details in there. Yeah, he farts in the water. Whatever. He pushes some mud out yeah, of it. Yeah, right. There's a slug like, in it. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you guys. All the right. villagers show up and they're like, uh, he's, he could be an ogre. And he's like, he a troll. He starts comparing the differences. And he's all like, actually, ogres, are, they'll grind your bones into dust. And they'll squeeze the jelly out of your eyes. It's actually pretty good on toast. I'm sorry, I can't do a good Shrek. Yeah, but, <laughs> you've never really been able to do it. No, Dan's no. always bad with accents. 20 years now, he hasn't improved one bit. No. And that, yeah, I'm sorry. Now we're caught up. And the villagers are there. They want to take down our boy Shrek. Yeah. Yeah, but Shrek scares them away, and, and they run off. And that's pretty much the end of that attempt. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then we cut to, like, the next day in the village, and uh, pretty much a bunch of villagers are turning in their f- local fairy tale creatures for reward money. It's so, a lot like in uh, The Force Awakens where they're turning in their junk. So there's somebody there who's like, this fairy's worth four portions. Portions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, somebody gets 20 pieces of silver for a witch that they turn in. And this is where we meet our uh, second lead of the movie, Donkey, played by Eddie Murphy. Who, by the way, is a donkey. Just wanted to remind oh, you guys yes, of his, that. His, his name. Oh, yes. His name is Donkey. Is and Donkey. He also is a donkey animal. Um, he's, so he, he's street smart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you get it, right? Yeah. So he's okay. So he's a talking donkey, and this old lady who is his keeper is attempting to turn him in. And I didn't look it up. It sounds like Kathleen Freeman. I'm not sure. Um, Gremlins too. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so the knight behind the table is like, "All right, what you got?" And she's like, "I've got a talking donkey." And they're like, prove it. And of course, Donkey, you know, shuts his trap. And then she like tries to slip one by him. And she's like, oh, I'm a talking donkey. I love to talk. I'm a talking champion you ever saw. Um, <laughs> and they're like, fuck you, old lady. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. Get Actual quote, by the way. 
If you no, but, <laughs> but but Caitlin did say the talking is damn thing, and I did want to point out how liberal they are with the word. It's their fuck in this movie. They yeah. like yeah. Damn. There's um, it's only with this movie. They certainly don't. I mean, I guess a little bit of like ass continues into the next one. Mm. A little, but bit. it's a pun. But yeah, that's, yeah, more of a pun. But yeah, they. This is the one time where like, and, and that's kind of what they were intending to do to set them apart from Disney. Is you know like hey we have I a little bit it. of edge we use real music we have a little bit of language we're more PG yeah mm-hmm. yeah um, so also in line here to be given in are some recurring fairy tale characters that we see throughout the movie including Pinocchio Tinkerbell uh, and the three little pigs who for uh, reasons I'll explain later have German accents <laughs> uh, the three little pigs yeah <laughs> um, but anyway so donkeys so they're about to send donkey away and somehow tinkerbell gets knocked over and pixie dust gets on donkey and he starts flying away and that's when he decides to open his mouth and talk and they're all like oh shit he is a talking donkey and he thinks he's gonna fly away and then of course the pixie dust you know wears off and he falls to the ground and then that brings up an interesting point about the length of time that pixie dust is supposed to work because you know he's he seems like he has a happy thought in his head right oh, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he should have been coasting way above them and, and, and well beyond the vicinity of that area. But yeah, I don't think DreamWorks collaborated with Disney on the science behind the pixie dust here. So. <laughs> They're like, fuck your science. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, uh, then donkey's on the run essentially. So he starts running and we do get some cool like camera work, like the way they animated his little like run through the forest scene. You're sort of like the camera's like behind him and like running from like his sort of POV. And I, I thought that was cool. And so then Donkey like runs into Shrek in the middle of the forest. And and that's where these two guys first meet. And uh, then the knights catch up and they're like, yo, give us that Donkey. And Shrek's like, fuck you, I'm an ogre. And the don- Donkey's just like hiding behind him and shrek's like fuck you and the knights are like oh we're gonna unscroll this scroll and by order of lord farquad who's the villain of the movie who we'll meet in a little bit by order of lord farquad all fairy tale creatures blah 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 now th- here's a question because i it's hard for me to remember facebook wasn't around yet right in 2000 you're talking about the f's for yeah. farquad I, that really stood out to me too and i oh. knew it, it was my myspace days i think it was really nascent at that time but it, it, it looks so exclusive. much like the facebook yeah. logo yeah. that it seems like it's a, a, well, a parody but it's it's not it precedes it yeah mm-hmm. when i first joined facebook it was um like summer of 2006 yeah it was still that and it was right. and it was still just college at that point right that's why so i couldn't maybe get on it for had, a few years yeah so maybe it had been so yeah so summer of 2001 it may have been around but if it was it was minimal you know it was small and only for college you know, like, i gotta i gotta get on that fucking facebook man no honestly i thought <laughs> In my head back then, I was like, oh, that Facebook thing's never going to work if you have to go to, like, you can't, you're going to lose some of your audience. You're going to yeah. lose teenagers. They are not in college yet. But yeah, the and far- then they quickly fix that. The far quad <laughs> symbol does resemble the current Facebook logo. Very yeah, much. There's, there's no tie. Um, so anyway, Shrek, you know, scares the shit out of the knights and they run off and Donkey's like, oh, hey, look, my new best friend. You just saved me, man. And I'm all alone. So let's be friends. So Donkey starts following Shrek back to his home and Shrek's all pissed off, and then he's like, what the fuck? I don't want to be friends with a donkey. Um, and as they're walking along, uh, Donkey starts to sing, and this is also a recurring thing throughout this movie, is Eddie Murphy, 
you give him an opportunity to start singing, he's taking it. Yeah. And then, so this is the Since first time. 1985, if you let Eddie Murphy sing, he's like, absolutely. So like, I wonder how much of this was scripted and how much he was just like, yo, let me just go. Like him and Mike Myers both. Like, yeah. like how much of the script Well, I've said before, I do not think that Mike Myers is the strongest comedian he's he's got a few he's got like several he's got like a, a dozen bits in his back pocket that he likes to do yeah and then he does accents and voice work and that's kind of it it feels like he has a limited bag of tricks but eddie murphy of course we know has a bag that goes on that santa claus would weep if he saw the size of that sack um, wow so donkey sings friends yeah and as God a, it's weird that donkey is like the only person or only character that has knowledge of like pop culture <laughs> like he has he's interesting he's that he references tic tacs like he yeah. knows world things just like the genie in aladdin that nobody else can understand <laughs> that's yeah. funny it's weird i don't huh. understand if there's a reason for it but yeah he's singing pop songs and talking about tic tacs and yeah whatnot. So uh, then they eventually get to uh, Shrek's swamp and Donkey's like, ooh, who want to live here? I live here. Oh, shit. Um, And then he like turns the corner and I love this line. I like that boulder. That that is a nice boulder. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that, um, maybe this is a little weird, but do you think that like the Marcus and McFeely or the Russo brothers were like, I want Thanos's cabin to remind you of the Shrek cabin. Oh man. You gotta have Uh... that hot boiling. (laughs) You gotta have it be that, that kind of lighting and that look. Perhaps we're all influenced by Shrek, even subconsciously. We don't even know it. <laughs> as Absolutely. as he says in the movie, all roads basically. Where did that lead you? Right back to me. That's right. They all go back to Thanos. Oh, cool. So uh, <laughs> references that you really love. Kate doesn't care about. Moving on. Uh, so then, Donkey, oh. we get another famous line in this scene uh, about how Donkey's going to stay with Shrek, and then in the morning. I'm making waffles. Yeah. Yeah. We were like the original Briar and Wilder. Or like one of those, you know, duos that Briar you know, and Wilder, Richard they would like one of those dude like Heyman Feldman. That's oh, bad. more apt, actually. That's more of our Shrek, history. Your eyes? Uh, are barely open right uh, now. What did you That's because I've been crying. Oh, it's not because of the the jays that you were smoking. Well, also that. Do you need to like? Here's this. I wanted to drop. No, I'm here because I want to actually. I want to give some insight into the making. All All right, right. let's hear it. I would love to hear that. That that's worth your visit. So subsequent scene. It's okay. I'm reluctant because okay. Have you ever had a camera crew shoot in your house? Well, we have you ever had a full fucking like whole circus with lights no, and no, grips not, just kind of walking all over your space? I had to remodel the shite out of my cabin after. First of all, so second of all, every extra in this scene is coming up. The fairy tale creatures. I pretty much scored with all of them, and I'll tell you what Are the you secret f- is. Oh my god! Wait, I'm I walked sorry, like- by on set, and I would point at them, and all I had to do was say, "You're on my to-do list." Oh, and then they go, oh, see yeah. you later, Shrek. So this oh, is interesting God. because we are recording <laughs> this in the middle of Pride Month. Um, 
how do you swing shrek are you kind of fluid like yeah that? what's your what's your sexual gender and gender identity? do you have an identity here's my philosophy and i'm glad you asked if there is a hole i'll do it you'll wow. plug that hole regardless of what it is that's right Jeremy. Love, it. love is love shrek it's true love is love is love is love unless your name is princess fiona uh, yeah, I know you're still salty about her leaving know, you. But... Sorry. First, you're just a hermit living in the swamp, wanting to be alone. Then you fall in love, accidentally in love. You know, uh, yeah. And, and then she and then she breaks your heart and leaves you for Prince Charming. And she's left me for Prince Charming, even after I told her that the ogres have layers. I gave her the layer speed. I know, I know, and we'll get to that in the movie in just a little bit, Dan. But I, I I'm sorry, Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why right. you called me. I don't know why you called me Dan. I'm sorry. I'm used you just, to. I'm you used to co-hosting with. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, okay. I'm sorry, but it is appropriate, Shrek, that you came back in during a very sad moment because that's where we are for you in the movie. You're cooking yourself a meal while some cello plays, and cello has got to be like... favorite moment in any of the Shreks. I pull the wax out of my ear, and I I use it as a candle. Yeah. Is it because of the... It's a talent that nobody else has, and that's why you like it so much. Like I, it seems he, a little like nailed it. Else. Yeah, all right. It's a little narcissistic to just be like, I love this part. Look at me. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, well then you, you'll understand when you have a movie that you're in, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. So yeah. then, uh, you know, as Shrek is just sitting down to his nice home cooked meal, the the three blind mice show up, and they're knocking some glass over and. Again, more fairy tale creatures with uh, unexplainable accents. Um, is that you, Gordon? How you, did you? Gordon? How did you know? <laughs> uh, they're they're sort of, you know, they're sort of British. And, uh, and then Snow White's coffin gets slid on his table, and he's like, "Whoa, dead!" Right? What do you say, Shrek? I say, whoa, dead broad off the table. Off the table. And I, that, was, that was not a line in the script. That was actually just me pissed that they were putting her on my table. Oh, it's, sure, I bet. I mean, you, like you said, you had a lot of remodeling to do after that, and the crew does not pay for... Nope. They didn't tell you that they were going to be there, so therefore... And all the Zeds have dried up, because I mostly spent them all on, you know, smack, but... Uh, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, so uh, then there's a there's also a wolf in Granny's pajamas in Shrek's bed, and and Shrek's like, what the hell? And then he throws open his front door to kick him out, and oh shit, they're all here. All the fairy tale creatures. And not only did they manage to get all of the fairy tale creatures there, somehow the giant shoe that the old lady lives in was also transported <laughs> to the swamp. I mean, yeah. they set up some tents and stuff, but they somehow backed a truck up, a wide load that had the shoe on it. Giant shoe. Oh, I, Do you think she's I, compensating for something? I, no, I, th- I think she's just got a sh- No, no, oh. she's just got a shit ton of kids, and I bet the kids actually carried that shoe. She probably made it's them true. all carry it, because... I mean, Farquaad's not going to move that for nothing. But uh, and Shrek's like, "Hey, what the hell are you all doing in my swamp?" And then we get, get out of my swamp. Uh, you, right. Yeah, you should. You, you should just a little that. color commentary. Yeah, thanks, Shrek. Uh, 
And uh, so what are the, he's like, what the hell's going on? And you get the, the German little pig who goes, he hoofed and he poofed and he signed an eviction notice. And you're like, why the hell is he German? And uh, so then Shrek decides, you know what? I'm going to go get my land back. I'm going to kick all you bitches out because this is my swamp. It's my swamp. Right, That's Shrek? out of my swamp. Right? And this That's is all, out of my swamp. This is yeah. all based on my life. This is like a biopack, like kind of like Get Rich or Die Trying, where Fede plays himself in a story about his life. Sure. Sure. It's totally like I mean, that. There, there's some narcissism for you. So, what are you? What? Man, I mean, Fede, I like this. Same thing, I guess. Private Parts, great film, great film. Yeah, you so, would like Private Parts, wouldn't you, oh, Shrek? Oh, You're see, expecting Prince Charming. Uh, uh, no, and I don't... All right, you're I both going the right way for a smack bottom. Wow, you're you're filthy, Shrek. You are a filthy so ogre. Maybe this has something to do with why Fiona left you, too. Yeah, right? possibly. Yeah, you're she's you're a too prude. promiscuous. You're just too promiscuous, Shrek. Yeah, she Let's couldn't keep up with the Shrek, that's all. I don't think I don't think anybody can. Maybe that's your curse. <laughs> well, you know what? That's a good Go get some a, tissues. appropriate that you're crying right I'll now. I'll be right back. You're in pain, much like uh, in the next scene where there's a little tiny little character who yeah, grew but, uh, to become way popular but, uh, before, in this sh- series. Yeah, but before we get there, uh, you know, so Shrek's going to leave his swamp, and he's like, I'm going to go get it back from Farquaad. Who knows how to get to Farquaad? And, of course, the only person who knows is Donkey. So now Donkey has to show Shrek how to get to, uh, to um, Duloc. Yeah. Duloc, which is the, na- the name of the kingdom where... Uh, Farquaad lives, though technically not a kingdom yet, though we're about to get there. So, uh, why is Donkey the only one who knows how to get to him? I think they all know, just nobody wants to go. Uh, they all know <laughs> how to get there, but everybody's like, no, he kicked me out of my land. I'm not going to go yeah. confront that dude. Sure. So, Donkey's the only one who's like, yeah, I'll go. And so then they go, they're walking through the forest, and here's Eddie Murphy's soundtrack number two on the road again. Oh, <laughs> I just can't wait to get on the road again. I just can't wait to start singing again. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to steal focus again. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're 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 going to Duloc, and so then we cut over to Duloc, and we get the intro to the villain of the film, Lord Farquaad, played by John Lithgow, and uh, we the uh, the illusion that they set up in the beginning is quickly. Uh, pulled out and you see that the gag of this villain is that he's incredibly short in stature um and so we see farquad pass two very tall knights into uh his chamber kingdom of sorts and he's got uh another fairy tale creature who like jeremy was saying a little earlier became very popularly tied to the film Gingy. The gingerbread. gingerbread man, gingerbread man. <laughs> and uh so one of Farquaad's uh, goons, however you want to call it, uh, is dunking Gingy in some milk. He's literally torturing. Yeah, literally this, torturing this him. Poor little gingerbread. Yeah, man. it's a hard PG he is here. Milkboarding. Yeah, he's milkboarding him. As poor gingerbread man. <laughs> um, and his, his legs are broken off. And uh, so Farquaad. They broke like, off his legs and put some of them over there. <laughs> different uh, fairy tale. Uh, yeah, but, you know. Different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. 
<laughs> and uh, so Farquaad comes over and taunts him with his little broken legs. Run, run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me on the gingerbread mat. You know, that whole shit. <laughs> and then, I, I like this little exchange. So Farquaad says that. And Gingy goes, you're a monster. And then Farquaad goes, I'm not a monster. You are. And that, like, I don't know why. Well, I, I know why. Because it's a line very similar to a, a Disney movie in Beauty and the Beast when um, Gaston calls Beast a monster. He goes, he's a monster. And Belle goes, he's not the monster, Gaston. You are. And, like, I don't know why. This, like, it, it it's, sounds- a, it's a subtle nod. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it seems like a quick one. But- this whole scene's funny. He spits in his face and says, mm-hmm. eat me. And the, the gumdrops. Hey, <laughs> drop. yeah. Well, I can see why people love Gigi. He's got a lot of good gags. So good voice. Uh huh. Yeah. And the muffin man bit is is probably one of my favorite gag. exchanges. For and it's sure. it's because of Lithgow's timing and just his voice too. Oh uh, yeah, his delivery on that is killer. <laughs> lives on Drury Lane. <laughs> lives on Drury Lane. Oh, she's married to the muffin man. She's married to the muffin. Yeah. <laughs> That's some killer acting right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah. And then after all that fluffing stuff, we uh, get the magic mirror. Yeah, which, which is like a character flaw as far as I'm concerned. He hates these fairy tale creatures, but he, he needed that mirror. He wanted the mirror. Well, because so, he like, needs it. Well, yeah, but like, where are you going to draw the line? Maybe he needs some of these other creatures. No, he, doesn't he, doesn't. Know their, he doesn't know their value yet. That one pig can build a house out of bricks. That's true. He should put him to work. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> Not so exile though. No, 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 no. See, because the thing, Farquaad's objective is to have a perfect kingdom, mm. right? And that's what he wants. He wants everything Very to be Aryan perfect. Aryan nation. Yeah. Mm. And so that's why he's evicting all these fairy tale creatures because they're monsters and they're not quote unquote regular. Um, so yeah, there's, he yeah. is a monster. Yeah. So he's the real monster. He, he, he wants perfection. He wants order. And he thinks that these magical creatures are out of order. So, um, yeah. So he asks mirror mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest king. What, what's the fairest kingdom of them all. And he wants the reassurance that his kingdom is the most perfect. And he's like, well, oh, and then Chinji's like, don't tell him anything. <laughs> and then Gingy gets thrown in the trash. <laughs> that's a, that, that's a funny bit. I'll be back for three more sequels, though. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and he's like, "Well, you're not a king yet because like you need to marry a princess to actually have like royal you know, for this to be to in order for you to be a king." So there starts the next objective for Farquaad is like, "Okay, well, how do I marry?" You know, so really, I he's just, just a dictator. He's, he's not, a makeshift he really, king. Yeah, he seems like a, an elected official, perhaps maybe. He, yeah, that took the power a little too far. Maybe so um, so he's like, all right, well, show me a princess I can marry. And then we sort of get like a, a, a dating game or not yeah. like like an the you know, fanfare like, and the lights. And he, yeah. he puts on the, the voice of like the announcer. Yeah, like, we got our three bachelorettes for yeah. you to pick from. And there and he does little intros about there's Cinderella and then Snow White. And then the third option is uh the introduction of our new one. heroine yes the new princess mm-hmm. um which i remember seeing this movie for the first time and being like oh well obviously he's gonna pick that new princess because i know that cinderella and snow white are not like mm-hmm. main characters in this movie so um yeah so princess fiona uh is the third option and uh so he ends up picking fiona and he's like well shit i'm not gonna go save her i gotta 
you know, I can't fight this dragon in a tower, so I'm gonna have a tournament, and whatever knight wins that tournament is gonna be the knight that's gonna go. I shall outsource my herodom. Hey, I have a, a serious legal question because mm-hmm. this is like a, a, an idea in a world in a world where we have Cruella and we have a Gaston and Lafouge series coming up. We should most definitely, and it would be even cooler to have a traditional like 80s or 70s or whatever style Fiona Disney princess movie, like as if it was always there. Because they gaslight us as if she was always amongst Snow White and Cinderella. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know I what I mean? As like a, mm-hmm. a Paramount Plus thing or wherever. Whoever so who owns Shrek? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Works is, I don't know if that's uh, universal. But that's what, like, I think I it'd think be cool so. if it was, she was an official Disney retroactive, like they're doing here. Well, but. she couldn't be a Disney princess. She would be like uh, yeah, honorary DreamWorks yeah. princess. They'd have to be starting up their own line. <laughs> okay, that's just my thought. Anyway, yeah, I'm not against it. I thought you were gonna say that they should make a Farquad movie, like a live action. Yeah, that's where I thought that movie. was going. I'm like, yeah, I want a Farquad origin story. Play him, Topher Grace. <laughs> No. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I was trying to get joking. John Lithgow to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Why not? Lithgow, yeah, yeah, for sure. I've got nothing else going. Or Christoph Waltz, maybe. <laughs> you can see him. Uh, At that point, he'd be like, well, why not just get me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so that scene ends uh, with Farquaad talking about how he's going to set up the tournament. And then we cut back to uh, Shrek and Donkey, and they have now arrived at Duloc. Um, there's he a, says his favorite line, and he's not, he's still crying out there. I see him like big puddle of tears under him. But he, oh you know, God. hey Shrek, do you think he's maybe compensating for something? Fuck you! Yeah, he's not ready to come back yet. <laughs> he's very emotional, Shrek. Like you know, for a guy who really like is so guarded in this first movie, uh, it's amazing how far he's come. I mean, it's almost you know something to look up to and admire but yeah is he is he in shambles right now he's in bad shape poor shrek yeah i mean smacks a hell of a drug yeah divorce will divorce will kill you he doesn't have a problem uh, oh gosh uh (laughs) so they show up at duloc and uh it sort of looks like an amusement park from the outside there's this greeter who's got this giant like three times larger than his entire body like paper it reminds head. me of when we were kids and we went to go see the power rangers at a comic uh, book store well this whole place is disney world but yeah i get what you mean yeah yeah, yeah. i remember seeing the power rangers taking one look at them and going those helmets are way too big these are not the power rangers yeah so that guy gets scared and ends up like running into a wall Shrek and Donkey wander into Duloc, and it looks kind of like a ghost town. It looks like an empty amusement park, actually. And uh, they find this little information box, and they're like, okay, let's see what's over here. And da 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 And then it's the Welcome to Duloc song, which is so incredibly catchy. And, <laughs> and uh, apparently inspired charlie and the chocolate factory almost because it's like the exact what? same thing that happens uh, like an animatronic oh. show the chocolate factory they're oh, greeted by all these robots at the beginning i gotcha oh, okay okay similar um, uh, sounding song too in a, it's a small world type song yeah so uh yeah they listen to this whole little ditty and then they get their polaroid picture taken at the end and they're just gobsmacked over like the ridiculousness of this and uh come to find out 
uh, that the town looks empty because everybody's at this tournament now that Farquaad is hosting. All these knights are, you know, going to fight and the whole town is watching. And uh, Shrek and Donkey sort of just wander in and then everybody's like, oh shit, what this, what's this ogre doing here? And Farquaad's, and then Shrek is like, yo, Farquaad, give me my swamp back. And he's like, fuck you. And then Shrek's like, fuck you. And they're all just like, you know, shaking their dicks at each other, basically. And Farquaad's like, fine, you want your swamp back? Or I, no, no. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. Screw the tournament. Whoever kills the ogre is the winner. And then we get the next banger on the soundtrack. Ah, I don't give I'll a give damn about my reputation. <laughs> <laughs> yep. new generation. It's a song that you like. You don't have to like the song, but you will bang your head. You will oh, start yeah. bobbing your head. You to will. It. You will get up. And, you will rock yeah. to this song. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does something to your blood. Um, and Shrek kicks all of their asses. You know, with ease. Yeah. He's it's just impressive. Like, boom, boom. He wasted that giant keg of beer though. Like it starts with him. Like, yeah, he, t- he gets himself a drink like, first. He starts off with a, with oh, a yeah. drink. Hey Shrek, was that fake mead or was that real? It was always fake. I would never let mead go to waste. <laughs> so there you go. Thing, well, at least he's good for some fact verifications here. Yeah, he just doesn't want to hang out, I guess, at the table here. No, no but he wants to, to just hang around your house for like the like the. He's lonely, man. He's I a, think he's he a needs mooncher. company. Just yeah, he's, and looking... he's a moocher. You yeah, better watch your. Too. You better watch your stash, because. Uh, yeah, he is gonna. He's gonna try to dip into that for sure. Probably. I was a scavenge. So after Shrek kicks all of their asses, Farquaad's like, all right, let me use this. And he's like, yo, Shrek, all right, you knocked all these knights out. Why don't you go rescue my princess, and then I'll give you your swamp back. And Shrek's like, okay. And so then that's that. So then now we have our next objective in the movie, and Shrek's going to go get the princess to get his land back. So Shrek and and Donkey start their journey. uh, I'm on my way. Right, the, the proclaimers, like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, <laughs> well, at further time, we're pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind of square, but pretty cool for sure. They're walking through farms and a whole bunch of sunflowers, and uh, this is where we get into the farm and Shrek's, uh, you know, very iconic speech about how ogres are like onions, right? Shrek, yeah. you want to take over here? No, I've said it a dozen fucking times on the podcast before you never appreciated it then why would you appreciate it now shrek why don't you just go home did you hear that shrek did you hear what you're asking yes why did why did you why don't you just go home to your swamp i don't have a home anymore <laughs> i know yeah i think fiona got it in the this is a very inviting condominium though Dan, do not tell him we have this extra bedroom in our house. Do I don't not. want him to know. Please don't send him to us. Um, I think he wants to live here. I think he's looking for <laughs> He's starting to get You made a mistake getting a two-bedroom, I'll tell you that. Now he's just he knows I'm talking about him. He's just smiling at him across the room like, eh? Such eh? a freak. Yeah, I know. But trying not to smile like he's not like, you hearing everything. You know everything. you want me to stay. No, I don't. All right. All right, so Shrek gives his ogres are like onions layer speech, and Donkey's like, "Why the fuck you gotta talk about it like it's an onion? Why don't you make it a parfait?" Everybody like everybody likes parfaits, and then I wrote this line down. 
Pompeii's may be the most delicious thing on the whole damn planet. Another damn. <laughs> Another but he, damn. It's a good hill to die on, you know? Who would say no to a parfait? Parfait. Crazy. Anyway, you ever meet somebody who ask them if they like a parfait? They say, no, I don't want no parfait. Yeah, Eddie Murphy, I bet he just, he was just rolling. Like, how yeah. much how yeah. much cut dialogue did he just <laughs> roll with that they didn't I'll put tell you what, it's thing? probably not as much as Robin Williams did for the genie, but like, so you know, a fair yeah. amount. Same vein. Oh, okay. So it's after the speech, actually, that we get the banger of, I'm on my way. I have it in my notes here. And I even wrote, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm glad that you know what uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh means. That's <laughs> great that you wrote that <laughs> I've taken wrote... notes, too, where I'm like, what does that even mean by the time we do the episode? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I would have Stop. I'd have forgotten that. No, it, I, the... It's not just uh huh. It's it says song. I'm on my way. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh. Any I, music notes drawn around it? No. no oh. That's what the uh huhs are. Because I'm like, what if I don't remember? Like I'm on my way. I'm like I don't, maybe I, maybe I misremember. It's like send me on my way. Like send me on my way. On my way. Send me on my way. Right. By rusted root. Yeah. Yeah. A different on my way song that actually also appears in a lot of movies. But oh, so that's way. why. Yeah, that song's yeah. pretty cool too. <laughs> That's why. I, so I'm like, well, maybe if I write, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, I'll remember. <laughs> so I mean, I actually ended up not needing it, but uh, it, it's, it's great. Fun, I love it. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> so then, uh, uh, after that montage. They arrive at the castle, the castle where Fiona is being held captive by this giant fire-breathing dragon. Yeah. And uh, Shrek and Donkey make some the, fart jokes. The castle jokes. of Mordor, basically. Yeah. Ooh. And they make some fart jokes back and forth about, because it smells like brims. And Donkey's like, oh, what's that smell? It's brimstone. Oh, I thought you farted. No, if I farted, you'd be dead. You know, I don't know. Stupid juvenile humor. Um <laughs> And then they cross the rickety bridge over a pit of boiling lava. Shrek tricks Donkey into crossing over the bridge because Donkey's all scared and shit. And then after they get over there, you get that, like, that'll do, Donkey. That'll, that'll do. do. And that's a call to Charlotte's Web. Um, no, I thought that was a call to Babe. Well, right, James Cromwell. Cool. Oh, is it both? I don't know. That'll do, Pig. That'll do, right? No, I just I know, from, I know it from Babe Cromwell. Yeah, I think that's what it's from, I think as he says in Babe. Yeah, but in in Charlotte's Web, it's like some pig and oh yeah, right. Uh, anyway, it's close. not original. Is no. my point. <laughs> it's it's not an original joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's a parody. That's yeah. right. Um. So then they're walking around the castle, looking in the dark, looking for the dragon. Uh, they know that Fiona's going to be in, in the highest room in the tallest tower, so that's where Shrek's trying to go. And then, oh, they find the dragon, and that's when we get into a dragon battle sequence. And this is this is cool. I like the dragon battle sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, this dragon always reminds me of the first villain you fight in Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door. <laughs> For all you Paper Mario Thousand Year you know, Door heads. To further give the audience my limited reference points. Someone uh, out there is going, yes! <laughs> in right my now. notes, I write down, they run afoul of Hooktail. So that's for y'all you <laughs> PMTTYD fans. Nice. There you go. So uh, during this battle sequence, Shrek gets 
accidentally, coincidentally, I should say, thrown into Fiona's tower. He crashes through the window and all of a sudden he lands in there. They're like, we don't want to make, this movie needs to be 90 minutes or less. Yeah. Uh, We're going to cut out three minutes by just launching him into her tower. He doesn't need to get there on his own. Let's just throw him in there. And he's got this knight helmet on, so you can't really tell that it's Shrek. Um, and Fiona's like, oh shit, like he, he's going to like, oh, th- somebody actually made it to the tower. And um, this is where I'll say to me, Fiona, when we see her like in the actual context of the movie is where the animation is aged the most. Oh yeah. Like I feel like her face looks so weird. So 2001. Yeah. Like, right? like they've made vast improvements. Oh even yeah. Within that in series, animating. But, sure. Yeah. Um, but before we actually get a scene between Shrek and Fiona, we see Donkey getting cornered by the dragon and it looks like he's about to die. And uh, he tries sweet talking his way out of being eaten and ends up flirting with the dragon who, surprise, surprise, actually is smitten with Donkey and uh, then like bats her big eyelashes and she like goes take to take him away and do as she pleases with him. It's interesting story about the dragon oh shrek behind the scenes me and donkey we we sort of had a love triangle going and the directors they saw that they they tried to play us against each other you know in the scenes where we're we're conflicted they yeah. said uh-huh. they said oh what about the, they they'd be whisper behind the scenes they go oh, what about that dragon i heard she was talking to donkey at the crafty and they say what and i'm gonna use that in the scene that's great. I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, not great that you're 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 in a, a love triangle. So yeah. I said like, to that, that you had something that you could really draw from because it really uh, it works to your advantage in the performance. In the end, we both did it at the same time. Oh wow! Anyway, uh, I'll be here all weekend trying to reel. Thanks, Shrek. Yeah, uh, uh, that's my memory. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, we know. We yeah. know. He's not doing so great. He's he's like, he just he's, slumped over. He's <laughs> past the point of depression and he's just reached apathy at this point. He doesn't care. That's exactly just like literally just slumped over into the, the corner. That's again. okay. Maybe he'll feel better after a nap. I hope by the end. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got this first uh, scene now between Shrek and Fiona. And uh, Fiona's like, yo, why isn't this night just straight up kissing me and sweeping me off my feet? Because he's like, yo, bitch, we got to go. And she's like, just kiss me. And he's like, no, we're going to go. So then they start running through the castle. And the dragon catches up to them. You didn't then- slay the dragon yet? And he says, Shrek, you want to take this? No. It's, all, it's on my to-do list, he says. <laughs> ah, yeah, and that's why Shrek makes all those to-do jokes. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he thinks he's funny referencing his own films, but it's really just He sad. also thinks that every single line that he says is a quote that people yeah. are like putting on t-shirts. And <laughs> yeah, stuff, and it's like, you don't know that line? Right, he puts That's his not... hands up like he's yeah. presenting himself. What do you mean you don't... on my to-do list. <laughs> You're on my to-do list. It's like um, a Sam-like see... poster, it's Shrek. I don't know, here, I'm just gonna, I'm on Rotten Tomatoes and I pulled up Shrek quotes, just, I don't know why, just maybe they would help. <laughs> and um, one of the quotes is just, no! Exclamation mark. Another one is Donkey just going, Shrek! And another one below it is Shrek, Shrek, in all caps, Donkey. These are terrible quotes. Wow. Uh, Yeah, that's awful. (laughs) One of them is, are you Princess Fiona? 
Shrek. Are you Princess Fiona? That's, <laughs> That's a, quote. a quote. No, Put it's that not. on a shirt. It's a line. It's a line <laughs> from the movie. Uh, so they're doing. So they're all running around trying to escape the dragon, and uh, Shrek, you know, makes this intricate weaving pattern with the chain to, you know, and it's gonna catch up the dragon, and then you get that uh, three million dollar man shot of him slow mo running down the hall, and then it explodes and. Boom. Anyway, so they trip the dragon up. Yes. So they trip the dragon up and all the chains and they end up escaping over the burning bridge, you know. Very It's it's sad that dragon is left behind like the Brachiosaurus in Fallen Kingdom and we're all crying. Yeah, it's a little sad. Jerry, you're the Dennis Miller of cinema. Like the Brachiosaurus in Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom, babe. Rasputin and all of Blood is coming soon. It is. It really is. All right. So let's uh, see if they say Rasputin one time in that movie. So now that they've escaped the the fiery dragon and its castle and whatnot, Fiona is thrilled to finally see who her rescuer is. She uses a whole lot of flowery language as she's a royal princess and speaks very eloquently and uh you know in the storybook fashion in which she sees her tail unfolding and um she's got a secret doesn't she shrek she sure does dad she's a total nightmare (laughs) i mean she she doesn't really hide it that well at first in this movie yeah to be fair and like uh, my next note here is okay but seriously how has she not figured out that he's an ogre already Right. I mean, I mean that he, you know, he has the helmet on, but like, first of all, you can see the eyes. First, of all, his hands, the the sheer size green. and proportion of his body should tell you this is not a human. He has green flesh. Like, not every inch of his flesh is covered. So, like, and they she, tell me not figured out that he's an ogre. This one too. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. She's also an ogre. <laughs> yeah. So, like, when you see another ogre, bitch, aren't you gonna be like, oh shit, he's an ogre? Because you know your what. Own. Yeah, you smell yeah. your own, right? So you put that on a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> you smell your own. And apparently Shrek's breath is so bad that he needs a modern pop culture reference tic tac. Mm-hmm. Uh, so oh, you know you that must tic-tac. say something about yeah. his scent. So it's only it is only when he take removes his helmet that she proclaims, "Oh, you're an ogre." And then uh, we. And that's when we get Shrek's another. This one, this one could be a quote, I guess. Oh, you were expecting Prince Charming. Pretty good. Would you say Shrek? It's a six out of ten. What? Oh, come on. I mean, it'd be it probably give it be a, a higher score. Creative quote. If oh no, Prince Charming isn't. It's Prince Valiant who shows up later in the series, right? Oh, I thought it was Prince Charming. Is it know, Valiant? It's Justin Timberlake play. Oh, he plays King Arthur, but Rupert Everett voices. Uh, he voices, I'm looking it up. One of those two princes. Who is he? Well, so Shrek says you were expecting Prince Charming. He's like, no, lady, it's not me. I was sent by Lord Farquaad. I'm going to bring you to him. He is Prince Charming in the sequel. Okay, so and, it's not and, yes, that it clever. Is. Of a oh, yeah, because they call Charming. Fiona left Shrek in IRL for Prince Charming. That's right. He's on my to kill list. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You were Shrek. expecting Prince Charming. That's almost like if I was like, I, you were expecting John Hamm? 
Like, so I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, now we know. I'm saying, saying it's not that good of a line when this is a real character in the world. You know, oh, sure. I get what in you're saying. Universe, yeah. I get what you're saying. Uh, Brad Pitt, like you were expecting Brad Pitt. I, I don't yeah, think, I think John Hamm is, is here. I think I think John Hamm is uh, more appreciated. Yeah, but than I'm Brad saying if you're Pitt. going for like the cliche that everybody's gonna recognize, like John. Hamm Look, is I've already little... established that my reference points are <laughs> not that strong. Ham's a, Ham's a Ham's a hunk. They're both hunks. Yeah. So Shrek's like, yo, I'm not kissing you. I'm taking you to Farquad. He throws Fiona over his shoulder and off they go. And they're walking back through another forest. And uh, Donkey asks Fiona uh, in like roundabout ways. He's like, hey, if a girl likes you and you don't like her, how do you let her down gently? Because he knows this dragon who's like going to somehow find him, which I don't know how he figures that because that dragon got- Was left for dead up. on a burning- island basically yeah and fiona's like yo just tell her you're not her true love and she still believes in all this true love crap and whatnot and uh so then she starts asking about hey tell me about lord farquad like what's this guy like and shrek and donkey are making cracks about farquad's height yeah uh you know making dumb jokes guys like him are in short short the timing the mike myers timing of it all yeah 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 and that that cheesy (laughs) laughing at himself (laughs) but then uh, nobody else is laughing classic mike myers and she's like okay Fiona's like, okay, whatever. And he's like, you'll find out tomorrow. And then she loses her shit. She flips out when they, when she finds out that they're not going to be there until tomorrow. She's like, what, what do you mean? Not until tomorrow. He's like, yo, bitch, it's far away. Okay. And then (laughs) I have an all caps. I need to find somewhere to camp now. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those like, (laughs) and then like you hear all like the birds flutter away and stuff. And they're like, oh shit. All right all right princess like fine let's fine we'll camp here and then fiona the savage straight rips a door-sized chunk of bark off of yeah. a nearby tree yeah to give herself a door on her little cave she's i'm just like damn lady right like disney princess or not i feel like little girls saw this and were like you can have your cinderella like this chick's yeah. pretty uh, fucking cool yeah fiona's a real badass and yeah. in a lot of in a lot of ways mm-hmm. um so yeah she rips that bark off and she's like yo bye and they're like and donkey and shrek are just like okay whatever i guess she's got doesn't it. doesn't raise any flags for us that she was able to do that but okay <laughs> yeah sure so then shrek and donkey you know make themselves a fire and then they're looking up at the stars and they're having, you know, this little heart to heart talk and, and yeah, Donkey's sort of playing therapist to Shrek and, uh, yeah, he's, re- he's basically reaffirming his loner status in the world and, and maybe showing a glimpse of, of he doesn't necessarily like it, but accepts it. Yeah. I don't remember the exact words that yeah. are tossed about because you know, the one thing I, noticed about this viewing is how talky of a movie this actually is Mm. you know like there's a lot of just i mean there's a good chunks of movie where they're just walking and talking you know like you're right there's the dragon there's the third act and then there's the wrestling scene but other than that it's a couple of of, all the robin hood yeah yeah that's a weird it's not a song though you know Mm. yeah yeah it's it's very it's a very dialogue heavy yeah it is I I feel like the second act is kind of bloated with these moments of of sitting in the woods, not doing anything and like dealing with the emotional part of it. Oh, for sure. So they're talking and playing therapy and shit. The moon is huge. (laughs) Super super bright full moon too. Like 
you know, augmented for the moving. And then uh, you do get a little shot of Fiona spying on them. And you can kind of tell, spoiler, that she's in like she's in her ogre state. Um, she's looking a little thick. That's all you can she, say. Yeah, is... she's just looking a little thick. And uh, so, yeah, she's spying on them. And uh, then they fall asleep. And next morning, Fiona wakes up. The guys are still sleeping. So she's like, yo, I'm just going to go take a walk in the forest. She starts singing with a bird. <laughs> and then she gets up and like screech land. It's like, ah! fucking kills the bird yeah and then the bird sings so high that it explodes <laughs> first of all didn't know birds could explode from singing well don't i mean well yeah not from singing but but definitely from rice ah oh, yes so maybe she was all. like feeding it rice and then got it to sing and so not only so not only does fiona challenge this bird to a sing-off wherein it explodes but then after it explodes Fiona the Savage takes the bird's eggs for breakfast. She's like, fine. No regrets. No regrets. Just straight up take, you know what? I'm going to take these babies. I'm going to cook them for breakfast. She knew what she was doing. Exactly. Fucking hell. You're right. She's a savage. Yeah. And then then so like, comes back to her frying up these eggs. And then Shrek and Donkey wake up and she's like, how do you like your eggs? And you're like, oh, damn, bitch. You savage. (laughs) And so they're all thinking. Yeah. And they're like, what? Why is she being all nice? And then she apologizes for being a rude bitch the night before. And they're all confused. Like, okay, she's weird. And uh, then cuts to the next, you know, sequence of them walking through the forest yet again. And uh, they're walking along and Shrek burps. And Donkey's like, yo, that's rude. And then Fiona burps. And they're like, oh, maybe we're not so different after all. Some girls have Fiona. Some girls have Sally. They're not like princesses. (laughs) (laughs) What? Was that like your... That's just a a voice, a random ass voice. Just a guy. Hmm. Just a guy. I'm just saying, some women don't necessarily relate to Disney princesses. Oh, sure. Some have Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas and, and others have, have Fiona. Fiona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. I've dated a Fiona. I've dated a Sally. <laughs> okay. Ariel, you know, like the, 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 the... Oh, I want to know which one I am then. About you. Oh, okay. So then out of nowhere swoops in uh, Robin Hood, who they don't, I don't think, I don't know, they actually call him Robin Hood. They call him Monsieur Hood. Um, and again, so this, so, so Robin Hood with a heavy French French accent, and yeah. this is the point in the movie where I'm going, what the fuck? I'm like, first of all, Robin Hood's not French; he's English. So mm-hmm. I like got on my phone and I googled why is Robin Hood French and Shrek, and uh, so <laughs> this is uh, the answer I found, the most reliable answer on on Reddit. Okay, mm-hmm. according to the Shrek director Andrew Adamson, out of universe. The makers did it because they thought it would be funny. Oh. Okay. All right. uh, <laughs> and then he said, in universe, Hood comes from the, quote, French side of Sherwood Forest, hence the strong accent. So that's how they explain it away. And then this is funny. Uh, and then I'm like, okay. And so then somebody subreddits it, or I don't know. Is that what you call it? When you just reply to something on Reddit? I've never I don't use I don't, Reddit. I don't get people. Reddit. I'm sorry. I just pulled old. this from a Google search. But that doesn't explain why the three blind mice have British accents. The three little pigs speak with a German accent and Robin Hood French. Like, why all of these? And so then the director's response to that question apparently was, our thinking was not so much why do something, 
but why not do that? So they were just like, yo, it would just be funny. Is, is there these... any reason we can't do that? Like, Yeah. And they're like, but I don't know. Yeah. So we're like, too meant to be broken. I guess. So yeah, they just did it because they Fuck thought yeah. it was funny. So you get this Robin Hood song and oh, which there's... here's another odd reference point for you. And I don't, I, 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 I'm sure it's a reference to something even bigger, but this always reminds me of the, um, the fur trappers and cannibal, the musical. Yeah, definitely. They, their little, they have, their, their idiot, trapping song that they have. They got their own like idiosyncratic kind of uh, look and, and talk and, and even style of music in the song, in the movie as a whole. Yeah, totally. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's that, like, this isn't a, it, in that song, I didn't write down the lyrics. I should have looked them up. Um, there's like a reference, one of those like, oh, Which missed one? rhymes. What he's basically saying is he likes to get, and it's supposed to end with like head. He yeah. likes to get paid is what I think is what oh. he says. Oh, paid. It's I like a it euphemism paid. for, for yeah. Laid. Oh, okay. So they were supposed to rhyme paid with laid. I thought it was head. Kind of like All Star when we were kids, we'd say, You're a rock star, get the show on, get laid instead. And we were instead like, Instead of king. <laughs> get, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, like a little dirty joke for the adults in the audience there. Right. He's, um, he's, he's, he's a French tickler. He's a creepy one in he this. Is. He's a perv. Yeah, he is. So then in the middle of his song, Fiona comes swooping in on a vine and just knocks him out. And uh, mm-hmm. then that turns into a fight sequence wherein Fiona kicks all of their asses. There's like eight or so of them, yeah. like merry men. And, yeah, uh, she was she, trained by the League of Shadows, apparently, to be an assassin. This is crazy. Yeah, and isn't, yep. like, isn't there, like, there's a, a moment in the sequence where she, like, where the frame freezes. She's and got then, Matrix like, powers. Yeah, it's like, yep, yep. there's that it's from, like, Crouching, Crouching Tiger, Tiger Hidden of, Dragon. No, yeah. I think it's definitely a Matrix parody, and it's... Uh, it, it was like, all right, <laughs> I guess, it, actually, this was 99, so same year as Matrix. It was actually pretty timely. No, this well, was 2001. 2001. Oh, was it? All, so two all years was after. 99. Okay. All Star came out in 99. 2001 right. is a point where... What so this was like, old at Matrix this point. Matrix came out in 99? Yes. It's weird because 2001 has movies that have, like, there's several movies with Matrix I know. references, and it's I like know. two years too late. And this is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so Fiona kicks all of them out. And Trek and Donkey are pretty much like, damn. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, she can hold her own. And then it's like, oh, shit, there's an arrow in your butt. And she's like, yo, Donkey, I, I need you to go get me a blue, flower, a blue flower with red thorns. A blue flower. Blue flower, red thorns. Blue flower, red thorns. <laughs> and uh, uh, she, she just wanted Donkey to go away. And she pulls the arrow out of his butt. And there's like a moment of tenderness between them. And yeah they're like starting to starting to rub those sticks together get some embers burning between the two of them uh, between the burping and the arrow out of the butt did that really happen to you well of sorts there's a version uh what happened was yes robin hood and his so-called merry men whatever you want to call them i got a few words for them they did shoot me in the cock and she did have to take it out yes like right in the shaft in the, right. it, it went in your butt, Shrek, in the movie. No, I don't know. What happened in real life. The oh, movie real is life. based on my wife. <laughs> what happened is because it was not appropriate. They shot me in the cock, and I had to pull it out. I had her help me and pull it out. So, yeah. um, I'm not going to go, go there. the easy route, but I mean... 
I imagine that there was, you know, a lot of pain and swelling involved. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, I pee out of two holes now, Jeremy. And it's not so bad. It happens. I saw something on a Guinness show one time on Fox where somebody else has that same problem. Well, now, so- now that I have your attention here, I, I was hoping you guys can consult with me about my not to-do list, but five-point plan with my life. Your five-point plan? <clears throat> your five... Yeah point to do list okay you, you guys ready yeah number one get Marlon's help to create a love potion or at the very least a strong batch of smack okay this is gonna get me back on track number I mean, two no how is it on the same offer up a different princess to prince charming and see if fiona can catch them in the act that way you know she has, she needs a shoulder to cry on step three that's me the X, Shrek. Right. Seal the deal. Step four, break Donkey out of rehab because I'm not sure if he has a problem either. And step five, go to Tijuana with Puss and Boots and do a bender. Maybe even check out the Donkey Show. Ah, Shrek, these are (laughs) goals that you should have. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Get out of my swamp, all no, of Shrek, you. Shrek, you're you're crashing our podcast, dude. So why don't, why don't you go uh, make yourself? Some Everyone nachos. is against me. <laughs> hey now, you're an old scar. Get all right, your Shrek. On. You need to. Uh... Well, let's get into a little bit, a little bit of romance here. I'd hate to bring up some more painful memories, but there is a lot of wooing going on here, and you know, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so, so anyway, there's another yeah. music montage of them traveling out of yeah. the forest, and eventually they arrive on the hill over Duloc, mm-hmm. and they see Duloc just a couple, you know, a couple hundred yards up, and Fiona kind of freaks out that they're getting so close to Duloc, and she kind of, you know, makes up that Donkey looks sick and. Yeah. You know, she's she like, wants- I, yeah, I don't think you, I think we should spend another night out here. I'm not ready to go to Dulac. Yeah, she's looking for more time with Shrek, mm-hmm. um, perhaps to show him what happens at sundown. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Donkey, so then Donkey freaks out and he's like, oh shit, maybe I am getting sick. And Shrek's like, a oh. hypochondriac. That yeah, donkey. and Shrek is like, oh shit, I want more time with Fiona too. Okay, yeah, Donkey's looking sick. I, you know, I'm going to go set up the fire. And she, Fiona's like, I'll find dinner and whatever. So then... Shrek is like rotisserie style cooking these weed rats over the fire. Um, and Shrek, if you want to kind of weed rats, weed rats do. do. Yeah. yeah. I, I have the, I have the Shrek cookbook. Um, oh, really? He has yeah. a cookbook? Shrek, yeah, you have a cookbook? I do a lot of things, Daniel. I'm multi-talented. You're I'm layered. A, I, I'm, You're thank layered. you. <laughs> I'm also an EGOT winner. They created, wow. they created a category that, at the Academy Awards. That is 100% won. true. The best uh, animated uh-huh. feature was created because of Shrek. <gasps> I'm going to vomit. Oh, Shrek. Uh, just at the time we're talking about Weed Rats too. Just that's great. Happen. So uh, Shrek and Fiona kind of flirt over the weed rats. Uh, 
he almost asks her something like, hey, do you like me? But then he changes his mind at the last second. And he's like, are you going to eat that? Do you like me, like me? Or do you, or do you, you just like me, like me as a that's, friend? That's, that's Fiona, pretty, are you... It's a good Shrek. <laughs> did you hear that, Shrek? <laughs> he did not. He's too busy vomiting. <laughs> oh, God. Let him be. Let him be. All right. So uh, it looks like, uh, you know, maybe they're going to kiss or, like, have a tender moment. And then yeah. all of a sudden, Donkey sticks his big-ass head in. And he's like, yo, what's up? I'm going to cock-block you. And uh, then Fiona all of a sudden realizes that the sun is going down. And, oh, shit, I got to go. So she runs into hiding. And Shrek is like, damn, you cock-blocked me, Donkey. And Donkey presses <laughs> Shrek about his feelings for Fiona. Like, hey, do you like her? Like, do you like her like her? And Shrek or do you like her as just a friend? Yeah. Right. And so amidst all of these cliche uh, scenarios, Shrek throws out a cliche line of someone like her could never be with someone like me. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Shrek storms off to sulk over by some sunflowers. He wants to be alone and he's having trouble. But he does. Feelings. Yeah. As we know, as I see. Yeah. Yeah. So then Donkey's, you know, left alone. And so he decides to wander into the barn where Ogre Fiona is now hiding. And he freaks the fuck out when he sees Fiona as an ogre. But uh, Fiona reassures him via her eyes, apparently, just by looking at him with her, mm-hmm. her gaze. And that, you know, is enough for Donkey to say, oh, you are the princess. You know, it's always in the eyes. Whenever people transform into other things, you, yeah. you know that it's them by looking yeah. in the eyes. It's what almost tipped Miranda off to Mrs. Doubtfire actually being Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just didn't make enough. That's why he put the glasses on, because he was like, my yeah. eyes, give it you away. Gotta shield something. Gotta shield he needed my eyes. a layer. That's right. Yeah, and then this whole next sequence, I don't really care for in the movie. I feel like Donkey and Fiona just like mutually body shame her and calling her name like she's like i'm so ugly and he goes yeah she's like talking about how she feels she's so ugly and donkey says you ain't that ugly and then i was about to write it down like oh he's reassured her and then i no then immediately he says okay i'm not gonna lie you are ugly and i'm like what the fuck (laughs) like this is terrible no i mean look at a certain point we cannot just be accepting of even ogres in our society like if somebody's walking around looking like with ears like that i'm saying that's ugly it's just different i'm saying that's a freak jeez chair i guess i'm just more open and accepting yeah one person who has trumpet ears and i'm gonna say that's a freak Ugly is completely subjective, okay? And that's no. part of what this movie teaches us. Everyone you know? can agree trumpet ears ugly. are ugly. Anyway. Anyway, so they end up chatting for a bit, and uh, we see Shrek uh, walking up now to the barn, sort of rehearsing a speech he's going to give Fiona. And he gives her a sunflower, and he's you know trying to flirt, like, oh, I thought you, this flower's pretty, and you're pretty, you so know, I thought you might like it. And- what I've never done in my life is... Out loud rehearsed what I'm going to say to somebody. No, I have. Like, so, you know. uh, Not sure. Yeah, no, never. I've never done anything like that. You've done it in your head, head, though. Internally. Yeah. How about really, really quietly? Like, Like, I may have have done that. Maybe maybe in the car. (laughs) So Shrek's walking up after the speech and. Of course, just as he's about to knock on the door, he falls into a classic trope of overhearing something out of context and misinterpreting it. 
So this leads him to be pissed off at Fiona because she called herself ugly, but Shrek thought he was she was calling him ugly. So now he hates her all because this bitch couldn't love herself for who she really is. Okay, like this that's bitch what it, couldn't love this bitch couldn't <laughs> love herself. That, what a dumb sorry, bitch! I, I was actually reading this my lady. notes verbatim. Notes for things I wrote verbatim, all because this bitch couldn't love herself for who she really is. That's okay? right. And that's me saying that from one bitch to another. Like, bitch, you gotta love yourself for who you are. Mm-hmm. That's an endearing bitch, not bitch. Uh, and so, so yeah. So now there's there's that has created this big rift. All right, that Shrek is aware of, but Fiona yet is not. So anyway, over the next few hours, Fiona somehow convinces herself that she's going to confess her love to Shrek and tell him about her secret. And uh, they have a conversation and, you know, so she, she does this and then all of a sudden the sun comes up and she's back to looking pretty. So, you know, perfect timing. Great. You had to decide that all night. So anyway, she's back to human. I think we're learning Princess that Caitlin Fiona. is very anti-Fiona as this movie no. goes. No, I'm pro-Fiona. I just want her to this love herself. Bitch for who who wasted she is. all night, you goddamn know? contemplating something. Nobody's, no. nobody's perfect. We all have our flaws, but her flaws are not physical, and she needs to recognize what her true faults are, That's like right. taking too long to decide to talk to Shrek. Anyway, so then human Shrek or human Fiona and Ogre Shrek have a conversation where they misunderstand each other based on gaps in knowledge and facts. Like, you know, one of those typical trope conversations. I think you're talking about this, but you're actually talking about this and you know, that back and forth. And it's amazing how creatively we could dance around the truth. Yeah. And, and then before you know it, Farquaad rolls in with all of his men. And Bad timing. Uh, yeah. Cause Shrek went and got them overnight. He was like, yo, I'm not even going to bring this bitch to do lock. I'm just going to get them to come here. So, uh, you know, Farquaad rolls up on his horse and he tries to woo Fiona and proposes to her. And because of this misunderstanding and rift between Fiona and Shrek, Fiona, you know, knows that Shrek is all pissed off at her for God knows, you know, for because anyway, misunderstanding. So she's still salty with Shrek and she agrees to marry Farquaad. And he's like, great, tomorrow we wed. And she's like, bitch, let's get married tonight before sunset. Because she doesn't want to have to deal with turning into an ogre again. She thinks she's going to kiss her true love. She's going to be human forever. Done. End of story. Farquaad puts Fiona on his horse and off they go. Which, by the way, guys, if you ever propose to a woman Mm -hmm. and you have a date planned and she says, no, screw it. Let's just do it today. (laughs) That's a red flag that maybe something's going on that uh, you should probably have a conversation (laughs) with her. She might be an ogre. Yeah. yeah, she might be an ogre if she might yeah. be an ogre. She won't wait twenty four hours to marry you. Her heart may have been broken by Robbie Hart. I don't know. Whatever happens, yeah. you know. Wedding singer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I got uh, two. So off, off Fiona and Farquaad ride off into Duloc. So that leaves us with Shrek and Donkey. Shrek gets all pissy at Donkey. Tells him to piss off. Lots of yelling. He's like, it's my swamp. We're going, I'm going back to my swamp. You're, so you're, we're done. The arc is complete. Full regression. Yep. We're, yeah. we're right back to square one. End of movie. Yeah. The movie at the end. It's, it's so, pretty perfect. So Donkey's left heartbroken. And then we cue the uh, heartbreaking banger of the soundtrack. Hallelujah. Rufus I mean, no, Loudon Wainwright is the, uh, no, the, uh, Roof, there's a couple Wainwrights. It's not, what's important is it's not the Cohen version where, which is, hallelujah. And it's, instead it's, hallelujah. 
<laughs> I like Leonard Cohen, but I'm glad they didn't use that version in this. And it pleased so, the Lord. Playing, <laughs> it's pretty good. So while this is going on, Shrek's moping around his swamp. And then it cuts to Fiona getting fitted in her wedding dress, and she's all mopey. So they're all, they're both mopey, missing each other. Very sad moment. Mm -hmm. Sad montage. You see Farquaad trying on his crown because he just wants to be king. And then Fiona pushes the groom down on the cake because the figure is actually like taller than the female or the bride. I like that. Then she pushes the groom down because she's like, no, this bitch is short. It's a nice touch. Yeah. And then donkey's pouting by a river somewhere. And then somehow, whoa, 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 what? The dragon is there. The dragon is just oh. pouting. The dragon escaped the castle and was just like, yo, I'm going to go pout by a river. And then donkey's pouting by the river. So that's, like, that's a movie. Yeah. What, what, where, how'd yeah. that dragon get out of there? Yeah. How'd that's the dragon a, get from. That's a limited series. Yeah. Katzenberg is sitting there going, that's a movie. That's, yeah. a, that's a movie. So, <laughs> write it up. No idea how that happened. But they're both pouting by the river. And neither of them are surprised to see each other. They're like, oh, you came yeah. to the sadness p- pond too, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, the song ends with Shrek and Fiona both crying in their respective soups. It's kind of like what he's doing right now. He actually has his earbuds in, and I actually think, uh, strangely enough, he's listening to Hallelujah. The Leonard oh. Cohen version. Alone. I mean. <laughs> long I, and sad. Yeah, I listened to that song on repeat when I was sad in the early 2000s. Yeah, sure. yeah. He's For going sure. through an emo phase. Yeah. So the next day. But you don't really care for music, do you? Do you, fucker? Bitch. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next day, uh, uh, sun's up and Donkey is building a wall through the swamp, claiming that he owns half of it because he did half the work. Right? Mm-hmm. So this is my half. This is your half, Shrek. I'm going to stay here. They insult each other back and forth until Shrek eventually storms off. Donkey mm-hmm. chases him and tells him what's what. He plays therapist again. And he's like, yo, you need to get your shit together. And Shrek's like, fuck you. And storms off into his outhouse. And then... Donkey then clears up the misunderstandings between Shrek and Fiona about what Shrek misheard. But Donkey also doesn't want to reveal the princess's secret that she turns into an ogre. So he like gives Shrek just enough information to know that like Fiona, Fiona likes you, maybe even loves you. And Shrek apologizes to Donkey. And does he uh, sing again? I, I don't you have got that to, in here. Got to show yes, a little, little tenderness. tenderness. <laughs> yes, good cat. Yes, thank you, Dan. Thank you for bringing that back. No um, and so they're both, you know, on the same page again. And Donkey's like, "Yo, you got to go stop that wedding." And they're like, "How will we get there in time?" Dragon, dragon shows up, and I think like that. That's again. Here's another moment where they were like, "We got to keep it under ninety minutes. Mm-hmm. We can't have another montage of them going through the forest. Yeah. We got to get them there quick." Got a Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. This we're we just gotta yeah. fly on something. Yeah, so they're just gonna fly on the dragon. So the dragon flies Shrek and Donkey over to Dulac. Mm-hmm. Then we cut into. Then we hear the wedding bells. All right, and we see the beginnings of Farquaad and Fiona's wedding. And uh, then, and I love, uh, there are like people with cue cards standing, telling the, the congregation or the audience rather how to react to <laughs> oohs and ahs and yeah. revered, reverence. Yeah, revered silence. Silent reverence. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. 
um, and the you know the, the officiant is you know going through all the wedding stuff, and Fiona's like, "Yo, can we just skip to the I do's?" And uh, Fargo's like, Again, uh-huh. "Guys, red flag, red flag, red, yeah. flag, red yeah. flag." If she just wants to skip ahead to the I do's, red flag. Either she needs a green card or she has green skin. It's one or the other. <laughs> it's one, one or the, the other. So green is involved. And yep. so then we see Shrek and Donkey land in Duloc on a dragon. Uh, and Donkey's like, yo, 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 you can't just storm in there. You got to wait for the speak now or forever hold your peace part. And so they're, so then Shrek's throwing Donkey up so he can look in a window. And they, and they realize <laughs> that they missed their moment. And Shrek's like, oh, fuck this. And he bursts in right before they kiss, of course. And he's like, I object. And everyone is shocked to see that there's an ogre interrupting the ceremony. And Farquaad says, it's rude enough being alive when no one wants you. And I'm like, man, that is harsh. <laughs> it's shit rude enough being alive when nobody wants you. Like, that is some that is, yeah, type shit talk right there. Serious. Like, yeah. you don't even have the right to be alive because nobody wants you. <laughs> Jesus that's Christ. harsh. Dark. He's the he's, maybe we don't want a Farquad movie. It'd be rated R. No, I want to see why he's R. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then and Shrek is like, Yo, Fiona, Farquad is only marrying you so that he can be king, and he's not even your true love. And she's like, Well, what do you even know about true love? And then Farquad calls it out, and he's like, Oh, it's so cute. The princess has fallen in love with the ogre. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. And then cue card laughter. Everybody laughs. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And everybody laughs. And Fiona, the idiot, is like, Oh my God, is this true? Like, bitch, like, the signals were there. The signals yeah. were loud and clear. And, like, what do you mean? Is this true? And, like... Got wax in your trumpet ears? Like, yeah. it's pretty clear. Yeah. What movie have you been following? <laughs> have you been living? Right? <laughs> and I, and Shrek is, you know, sort of like... <laughs> and then Farquaad's like, screw it. Just just kiss me. Like, I, I just want to, like, like, whatever. And then before anything can happen, uh-oh, <laughs> it's sunset time. And all of a sudden, Fiona turns into an ogre. And everybody's like gobsmacked <gasps> about it. And uh, Sh- Shrek's response, which I'm like, what's Shrek going to say? What's he going to say? He says, well, uh, that explains a lot. <laughs> that's like, it. I mean, that's, that's it. That's I mean, his biggest reaction. Shrek, think about the words that you're using with your lady love. Like, yeah. Shrek, come on up here and let's defend your, your love for Fiona here in this, uh, this is the end of this movie. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, we I thought give you a chance to speak. So. I thought I was in love, you know. You know, she. It was really desperation for her, and not so much for me. And uh, she wanted to get married. It, it could have been anybody. And right. uh, I realize that now, and uh, I'm regretting it. And again, you don't think that any of this has to do with the smack? Not really. I don't think so, Jared. No, 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 Mm-mm. no. Well, I mean, I'm glad you took the time to actually think about that. And- but here's some good news. While I was sitting and uh, being strong about it in the corner, I got a text from my agent. It said yeah. they're they're making a Shrek V. 
A fifth a Shrek. Shrek. Wow. Coming out September of next year, baby. And it's supposed to be like a soft reboot or something, but wow. Shrek's in it. Shrek's in Congratulations, it. Congratulations, Shrek. This is Thank great news you. for you. That means more smack for Shrek, which means great oh, for God. business. Oh, God. Well, you know Shrek. what? That means at least you'll be busy and that will keep you off of our podcast. And that's Shrek. That, I'm pretty thankful. You're like you're like train spotting. You're Scottish. You're on heroin. It's it's really it's sad. Scary. Just get out of here, man. You know, so, I will. I'm gonna get in my car and I, I'm gonna get an advance check, obviously, when I sign the contract. So I guess I don't need to be on this podcast. Jerry, you can send me the check in the mail for being on the show. I don't need to stay at this condo. I'm gonna go get a room at the motel six and shoot up. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, Bye, Shrek. Uh, good luck to you. Yeah. I have a feeling he'll be back. I, I, I do too. I don't know. Like soon. I don't know. Like he's not even going to wait. Like he's going to go through all that money really quickly, but well, we'll see. We'll see. Well, back at the movie. Yeah. He uh, left before it was over, yeah. but yeah, he's so, gone. So, you, so you've got two ogres at the altar now and Farquaad is like, guard, seize them. And so then, uh, yeah, so the guard sees the ogres and Shrek tries to fight them off, but then more hold them back. And Shrek whistles for the dragon to swoop in as Farquaad's like putting the crown on his head. And he's like, I will have perfection. I will be king. This marriage is binding. Even though he didn't kiss her and it's not binding. <laughs> yeah, no. So then the dragon swoops in and straight up eats Farquaad. Yep. Eats him. Burps out the crown. The most savage in the movie mm, is that on. lady dragon. What's my the reference point for this? What is it just like? Hook. Uh, it's just no, like no. Hook. Oh, is it? It's just oh, okay. like Hook. Just like I the thought... crocodile falls at the end and <laughs> How about somehow though? eats Hook even though it's not a live crocodile and its jaw doesn't move. What if I had a better know? one? What? Beetlejuice, sandworm. At, yeah. It's a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It swallows the juice at the end. I call him the juice. The juice. Like OJ. Oh, yeah. 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 So BJ. The the juice. Oh, God. So but dragon, it is like the crocodile, too. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Dragon eats Farquad, burps out the crown, super fucked up. And <laughs> Shrek tells Fiona, I love you. And, she's, <laughs> and she goes, what? It's just the way you said it. So that happens, and then it's like immediately the I next thing is, you. "I love you." God, this is wonderful. what amazing this this turned out. Wonderful. I love you, and she gives what everybody really wants to hear after somebody says, "I love you" for the first time. She goes, "Really? Like, bitch, that's the stupidest, stupid. Like, just say I love you too." But yeah. it's a it's a callback because then he says, "Really, really." Uh, I guess that was something earlier in the movie. Whatever. And then she goes, I love you too. And then they kiss. And then now the curse is going to get broken, right? Because she kissed yeah. her true love. And so then she like hovers above the grass. So she levitates, expels all this bright yellow light that shoots she, out of her. Like the doctor. Yeah. Like she, yeah. She, like she's regenerating. Yeah. Like Doctor Who. Yeah. And uh, then, you know, she fall. all of the stained glass in the place shatters, right? When she's expelling all of this light. And she comes back to the ground and surprise, she's still an ogre. And she's confused. And I'm like, bitch, how are you confused? You've lived with this curse your whole life. You've been half ogre, half human. You just kissed an ogre. So really, you thought you were going to be human? And she goes, I hate this line. I'm supposed to be beautiful. But I guess you have to have that line in order for Shrek to have the line. But you are beautiful. But I hate this because the princess should not need validation from her prince that she is yeah. beautiful. She yeah. should believe intrinsically in herself that she 
as the person that she is is beautiful. So I hate the way that this aspect of Fiona is handled. Here, in the movie. can I can I play devil's advocate? I under I totally sure. get that. I think the next one they further explore that insecurity is because she wants to change back, doesn't she? And then Shrek gets insecure about it, and he has to change to human. Yeah. So it's almost like an extension of this. They yeah. didn't close the gap on this, so to speak, uh, right. quite well, yet. And I, yeah, and I'm glad that, but did they, you know, I don't think they knew that in creating this original Probably. movie. Probably. Guaranteed a sequel <laughs> in which they could explain that. And You're right. Know. Good point. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I hate that, but whatever. So Caitlin hates Shrek. No, I don't. <laughs> I love Shrek. I hate certain aspects. I hate the way that Fiona is written in some ways, but I yeah. do love what a badass she is and yeah. how commanding she can be and how she takes care of herself. I just don't love this. She doesn't have enough self-love for herself. Mm-hmm. So anyway, then Donkey makes a joke and then we roll into the end sequence of Shrek and Fiona's wedding with Smash Mouth covering I'm a Believer, the last banger of the soundtrack. Um, oh my, oh yeah, no, we already mentioned that one. Yeah. And yeah. Eddie Murphy sings too, of course. Yep. Um, he sings a good portion of this cover. He flirts with the dragon. All the fairy tale creatures are partying at the wedding. Uh, sh- and then Shrek and Fiona roll off in their onion carriage into the sunset as the storybook closes. And that's yeah. pretty much, and then that's the end, y'all. I mean, that's the end of the movie. That's clearly not the end of Shrek's No, not uh, the no. end of yeah. Aga and okay. the legacy. Or, or even the journey that Shrek himself goes through as, a, as an individual. Yeah, they they'll make three more, and then yeah, I wasn't Shrek as he mentioned. He was serious. I looked it up. The Shrek Five is coming out next year. Mike Myers, uh, Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz. So and it's Great. reboot, soft let's reboot. Let's see. If, let's see if Justin Timberlake shows up to this one. Well, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, it'll be under ninety minutes, and we can. Uh, That'd be oh, no, nice. We can all come it's back to be this. Two hours and twelve minutes. <laughs> like oh, the God. Brady Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> but I was gonna. Uh, there's one thing I wanted to mention before we end, and that is, I if anybody out there does acid or just smokes a lot of weed, you guys should watch Shrek Retold on YouTube. It is a, a like a, a, a collaboration of like over a hundred YouTube artists who did some cart. Like they each were assigned a scene from Shrek, and they one of them animated it. One of them did a live action, really shitty version in their basement for two dollars. That's and then yeah. It's a very a, schizophrenic, weird project. Yeah, similar to what they did with Back to the Future. Like, they remade the movie. Like, they had people remake it, like, one minute at a time and assemble yeah. the movie. Like, that's kind of cool. It's weird, but it's fun. Yeah. Interesting. Uh-huh. Well, thank you guys so much for having me on for this episode. Thank you. I yeah. think I had uh, pull, picked this movie from the very beginning mm-hmm. um, to guest on, and uh, I'm glad we were able to all get together to do this. Yeah, we we missed Agreed. the official anniversary of the movie, but hey, we we yeah, got it's a 20-year anniversary this yeah. year mm-hmm. of uh, Shrek. So Shrek, thanks for having me. It was a great. <laughs> I had a great time. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Happy to have you on. Uh, finally, again, and I to know. finally talk about Shrek. Oh yeah, long time coming. Yeah. He left. He's long gone. But uh, like I said, I have a feeling he he might be back on the show. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Unfortunately, yeah. but hey, if you want to uh, follow us and you know be there for when he does show up next time, uh, be sure to uh, subscribe and leave us a review and comment on Apple Podcasts if you can. You can also email us ninety under ninety at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And uh, we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash 90under90. Check that out and what we have to offer there. And we will be back next week with another new episode. But until then, I'm Jeremy Eden. I'm Dan Eden. And I'm Caitlin Eden. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. (laughs) 
time coming day and night. I mean, it's terrific, right?